What's going on, everyone? This is Aaron Haney, and you're listening to the Hangin' with Haney podcast show. Thank you for tuning in to episode three. Today is going to be a little bit more personal. I'm going to be talking about myself and reviewing my 21st year of life. going to be talking a little bit about everything that's happened uh, from living in Austin and being an undergrad to coming back to San Antonio, working a job, and then uh, graduating from UT, and then finally moving to Washington, D.C., and entering with the Paulist. Uh, there's going to be a lot of personal stuff. There's going to be, I think, a lot of other fun stuff. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. Hey, what's going on everyone? This is Aaron here. For today's episode, I kind of wanted to talk about a year in review, really. I'm about to turn 22, coming up to the end of my time as a 21-year-old. And uh, I just thought, you know, a lot has really changed just over this this past year. Um, I feel like just over all these past years, things have been happening but um just to give you a little bit of an overview in in one year I've lived in three different cities I've gone to two different schools technically been studying two different majors and I've had over 10 different roommates uh if, especially if you and that's that's not even considering the air quote roommates I've had at uh at the seminary, so, and I just thought, you know, we're coming down to, you know, these last few days, um, a 21-year-old, and just, you know, it might be good to kind of reflect a little bit, so uh, I kind of wanted to break it up just by seasons and kind of by semesters. I thought those give kind of clear distinction between each different thing, and so, um, so yeah, I'll just dive right in, so starting off with uh, last April, spring 2019, I was uh, a junior at, at UT Austin. Um, I was living with my two good friends, great roommates, Trent and Sahil. Shout out to y'all. Hope you're doing well. And yeah, during the time, yeah, I was celebrating my 21st birthday. Had a little bit of a gathering there. I was in the middle of doing a spiritual exercise that some of you might know about. It's called Exodus 90. Really great uh, nonprofit that's helping to give men uh, all across the world formation, uh, spiritual formation, centered around three pillars of prayer, asceticism, or kind of fasting or abstaining from things or offering things up uh, intentionally, uh, and fraternity. And that was a really amazing experience that helped me grow in my spiritual life. It helped helped me uh, meet one of my best friends. His name is uh, Juan Maldonado. Uh, shout out to you, Juan. He's currently in Notre Dame. Uh, and also at the time, kind of just what was a big part of my life was that I was the president of a student organization called the Longhorn Catholic Council, or the LCC. 
um, is kind of the head of the entire University Catholic Center uh, at Austin, at least on from the student perspective. Um, and that was uh, a wild ride in and of itself, one that I'll always cherish, one that I'll never forget, uh, and really helped me grow a lot. And uh, around this time, we were actually already beginning the process of selecting the the next president of the LCC. So it was a uh, it was a good time. It was a crazy hectic time. And yeah, again, just back then going to you know going to class. I, I can't remember right now. Oh, that was actually arguably one of the my hardest semesters, yes. Now that I remember, because even the last semester at UT, I, I said, now that this is my last semester, I can look back and say for sure that that <laughs> was my hardest semester of school ever. At the time, I was taking, um, and I'm sorry if you don't know anything about accounting this won't make any sense to you but even just from naming some of the classes hopefully you should just know it was a dreadful time i was taking uh uh, taxation uh intermediate accounting which is super hard i was taking cost or managerial accounting uh which is the upper division accounting uh and i was also taking one other class at the time I just know, oh, I was taking uh, operations management, which is a supply chain class. Just It was a very tech-heavy semester, or technical-heavy uh, semester, and so I was, I was dying. It was crazy. And then being president of the LCC um, and just other things that I was involved with at the time uh, was pretty crazy. So, but thankfully, you know, got through it, uh, made it through, and uh, looking back on it, it was one of the most satisfying semesters. Um, really enjoyed it. And then, I guess, kind of transitioning a little bit. Uh, so that semester came to an end. Uh, it was good. I went back to San Antonio, uh, hometown, and. Uh, I was going to do an internship working at Whataburger Corporate. Uh, For those of you who uh, don't know or are unfamiliar with uh, arguably the best burger chain in the United States, uh, I'll I'll say it here for for the record, just overall, yes, Whataburger over In-N-Out. Okay, yes, In-N-Out, I grant, has delicious burgers, but for me, you know, and they may, I will concede, they may be tastier than Whataburger's burgers, but just with Whataburger, it's just the portions, uh, the burger is just huge. It is absolutely great. Uh, And then also just the portions on the fries. The fries, you know, are pretty decent, pretty good. And I just feel like, you know, I'm satisfied, you know, almost every time. If you go, you can get the patty melt, you can get the chicken tenders, you can get, you know, the honey butter chicken biscuit. Mmm, so good. I just feel like there's just, yeah, more variety. Also, Whataburger's salads. Actually not 
that bad. Actually, are pretty pretty good. So yeah. So but either way, so it's a burger chain here in the south now expanding. Uh, hopefully, it'll be in more places. Uh, just sold to a private equity firm this past summer while I was working there to BDT Capital. Um, so who knows? Maybe you'll be seeing a Whataburger in your home state, wherever you're listening to. But yeah, no, I, I was working there. I was doing a, an accounting. I was doing a, like an internal audit internship. Uh, and that was a really cool experience. Got to work with a great team. Very much enjoyed it. Really loved the the culture there. It was just, yeah, it was a great time. Also, just, you know, I know this isn't too significant, but for me, I felt like it was significant. I I purchased my own first gym membership. It wasn't parents paying for it or just provided by the school, but paid for it out of pocket. Uh, I chose, I, I was originally thinking of doing Gold's Gym. I live close to one, uh, but just it was a little more expensive, and I just thought, you know, uh, as close as it is, I don't know if, if it's going to be best for me. So I ended up going with uh, the Y, YMCA, um, which ended up, I think, being good. It, it felt just a little more friendly. I, I haven't been to a Gold's, so I don't want to make any assumptions or generalizations. But um, it was just, it, it felt, when I went to the Y, it felt good. It felt kind of happy there. It felt like people were just, you know, from all walks of life. There was families there. There were teens there there were college students there's you know it felt very friendly um and of course me being a christian you know going to a place that literally had the bible out that was pretty cool i guess um but yeah that just for me that signified okay yeah i'm i'm more of an adult now i'm paying you know this many dollars a month for my own membership uh, it, it just felt, it felt good. It felt good. Um, and plus, you know, getting, getting to be back with my family, um, was pretty nice. You know, just another summer with them was pretty good. Got to see my friends. That was always a pleasure. That was always a delight. Getting to kind of fellowship with them here and there, as well as just hang out. Uh, several of our friends turned 21 during the time, which is good. And yeah, it was good. Another, though, big thing I would say during this time was that is when I actually decided to officially apply to the seminary, officially apply to the Paulist Fathers. Um, And so I guess a little bit of background on me is I have kind of been considering slash discerning the priesthood uh, since kind of freshman year of college since winter of freshman year of college and so you know at this time I had already done uh, one accounting internship and this was my second accounting internship at Whataburger and you know I was just like I don't know if this is you know all that exactly I want to do it's it's not bad um, but I'll just I'll be completely honest that accounting is definitely not my first love (laughs) in terms of a major you know I originally wanted to be a film director actually myself um and I thought though well I don't know if this is just a passion or a hobby um 
So let me kind of get a practical skill, something that's good, that's useful, that I can apply no matter, you know, what I go into with my life. And I thought, hey, you know, accounting, maybe this will help me with, you know, making my films or, you know, whatever else I want to do. And uh, and to its credit, I would say, yeah, that is one of the things about accounting, which is pretty useful, is it is the language of business. And you can pretty much go into almost anything you want with it. You can go into starting your own business, you can go into marketing, you could go into finance, you can go into whatever, essentially. It is a very versatile degree. Um, and, you know, I think I was pretty decent at it. You know, I, I, I don't say I was a accounting whiz or pro, but yeah, I was, I was pretty, you know, I, I was good. I was good at it. Um, and I got pretty good at Excel. Uh, but essentially, you know, I was like, okay, I, I really have been discerning the priesthood for a while. Um, I had, you know, had a spiritual director, is what we call, um, to kind of talk about my discernment, how I was doing spiritually. Uh, I had gone on a vocations pilgrimage um, in which I visited New York uh, with about, I think it was five or six other men and my spiritual director, uh, Brother Rob Clark, his Marist brother. Uh, we visited New York. We visited uh, eight different religious communities. Uh, I can't remember them all off the top of my head, but I'll try. We visited the Marist Brothers, obviously, uh, the Paulist Fathers, Carmelite Friars, uh, Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, uh, the Focolare, which is uh, actually a group of lay people who live in, in community intentionally. Um, so they're not strictly priests or sisters, but they're actually families um, and individuals who have their own jobs and whatnot, as well as, gosh, oh, Benedictine monks. And I can't remember now off the top of my head, but those were kind of some of the big players. Um, and I had already had exposure to the Paulist Fathers. They were the ones who were running my campus ministry uh, at UT, at the University Catholic Center. Um, and so that's kind of where I was first introduced to them, uh, met Father Jimmy and Father Larry, two absolutely amazing, wonderful people and wonderful priests, spiritual fathers who do a lot for their community and who have done a lot for the UCC uh, and its people. But just, yeah, during during the summer, you know, I had gotten a offer uh, kind of from my previous internships and not Whataburger, but just a previous internship um, who will go unnamed. And, you know, they were going to offer me a signing bonus you know, this was just for a, a second internship in the summer, actually. But essentially, the way it would work with this company would be that you do this internship, and essentially, it would lead to a full-time offer. And so, again, it was a pretty good company, one that I, you know, I had actually enjoyed working for. And the only reason I didn't intern with them a second time is because they intentionally have you take about a year break so you can 
in turn with other people get kind of a different side, different experience, which I think was pretty cool. Um, and that's what allowed me to work for Whataburger Corporate. Um, but I was just like, you know, I don't know if this is really where I'm being called to, at least right now. And so I think, unfortunately, I'm going to have to say no to this. But if I'm saying no to this, then what am I giving my yes to? What am I saying yes? And as at this point that through prayer and talking with others, that I decided that I wanted to give my yes to the Paulist fathers, that that's where I wanted to to take the next steps towards. And so I remember in July, I called up the vocations director, Father Dot, and I said, Father Dot, send me an application. And he did, you know, and so a majority of the rest of that summer was me filling out that application, um, which is pretty extensive, mind you. Um, It's, you know, you have to get a physical, you have to have all these medical examinations uh, go underway, you have to have an eye exam, you have to write a about 10 to 12 page autobiography. Luckily, they kind of give you some guidelines and some questions to talk about or answer. So it's not completely crazy. But, you know, it was a lot of work and had to get them information on, you know, what debt I had. You know, they're looking for student debt, credit card debt, things like that. All very big things, you know, I think this is important. I mean, they're because they're going to be making essentially an investment in you. And it also shows, okay, you know, it's not as easy as just, okay, signed here and then you're in. You know, they, they do a good formal evaluation of you. And so, yeah, that was, you know, a big part. And then, you know, towards the end of the summer, finishing my internship with Whataburger. And then I went up to New York to Lake George, uh, St. Mary's on the Lake, for those of you who know, uh, to do, participate in the Paulist Plunge. Uh, and that was pretty exciting. That was a great time. Um, it was essentially kind of a weekend long retreat uh, with the Paulists, you know, getting to go down to the lake, getting to pray together, to eat, to go around Lake George. You know, we went and played mini golf. We went and got ice cream. Shout out to Martha's ice cream. Uh, I'll just say this. If you know, you know. Uh, it's plain and simple. Martha's is crazy it is amazing uh if you ever have the opportunity you're in lake george go to martha's it is it is awesome but essentially yeah and uh you know that was an awesome opportunity got to meet some wonderful people there yeah that was a great experience and then one that kind of helped solidify my decision and that wow you know i kind of i feel like i belong with this group of guys, and they really are an amazing group of, of men into that, um, and women, I would say, for the, you know, the Paulist fathers are, are simply just men, just priests, but there are women who are on the formation team and who take part in it, and um, I, I, you know, could not leave them 
unmentioned in this situation. So they're really awesome, awesome people. And so that kind of capped out summer of 2019. And in the fall of 2019, uh, I moved back to Austin. This time, I was not moving into an apartment, but I was moving into a house. I actually moved into the St. Charles Borromeo House of Discernment of the Diocese of Austin. Um, For those of you who don't know, um, this house is a house in North Campus, uh, or near UT, uh, in which it's run by two priests, Father Jonathan Rea, love him. Uh, currently, he's the vocations director, uh, and a retired priest. His name is uh, Father Kevin Ray. Uh, wonderful men, wonderful priests who uh, live with about three to six men uh, who are laymen. They're just they're either students or they're men who are working in the area, and. Um, in my case, we had four of us. It was me, a guy named Jesse, Tony, and Vincent. And so the four of us were living there with the two priests, kind of simulating a seminary structure. We had prayer every morning, uh, 45 minutes of silence, uh, followed by either morning prayer uh, using Liturgy of the Hours, or we would do Mass or something along those lines, and then we'd have breakfast together, and then we'd go about our day, and then once a week, we would have kind of a formal night, you know, intentional meeting, we'd have uh, evening prayer together, then we would have a meal cooked by one of the brothers living there, Uh, so one of us, and then we would have kind of spiritual formation. That was really an awesome experience. Uh, I I would recommend for just any man or woman, they do have women's house of discernments, uh, although they may not be as prominent. Um, But just for anyone, if you have that opportunity, you know, I just lived there for a semester, and that was an amazing experience. I would highly recommend. But as well, you know, this so I moved there. That was an experience in of itself. And then was the start of my last semester as an undergraduate student, which is pretty crazy. I remember this was a lot lighter load. I was taking uh, management and strategy, marketing, auditing, and financial statement analysis. And so in that, yeah, that was, you know... Not as crazy as past semesters, but still, you know, a decently heavy load. Really actually loved all those classes. They were very interesting, had some great professors. So yeah, liked it. Um, As well as then, I was no longer president of the LCC, um, being that I was going to graduate that semester. But I was serving as a pastoral intern at the UCC. I was helping out with uh, baptism classes as well as adult confirmations. And getting the opportunity to kind of lead those was really cool and kind of get to help out with some other projects that, you know, I think normally you wouldn't just as a regular student. That was really cool. Got my own office at the UCC that I shared with my fellow pastoral intern, Andres. So uh, it was a good time. 
as well as so I had finished the paper application and now it was time to do my interviews so you have three interviews one by a member of the presidential board and then at least one um, as well as you know uh, two other ones by other polists would I'd be interviewed by as well as I would have a psychological evaluation um, which was administered by an actual psychologist and a psychologist assistant. Uh, and so in September, I went up to New York, uh, and I just, one weekend, and I just knocked them all out. I did my interviews, and I did my psyche eval, and it was a lot. But again, understandably why, you know, especially with all of the recent church crisis going on, you know, you you got to be very thorough in who you interview. And I, I applaud the Paulists for that. Um, as well as, you know, return back. Uh, went to my first Texas OU football game, which was awesome, although we lost. Uh, I officially had my first night out on 6th Street. Yes, it had taken me that long to officially go uh, to 6th Street uh, with... Uh, my friends Michael and Catherine, as well as Mike's older brother Francis, uh, who paid for a lot of the drinks. So <laughs> thank you so much, Francis. Uh, and yeah, that was that was fun. Um, but yeah, just a big thing about me is yeah, I'm not a huge drinker. I, li- I like to drink, um, but I, I you know never trying to really get drunk. But then in November, All Saints Day, November first. Finally get the call from Father Dot, and he lets me know that I'm officially accepted to the Paulists. And that was a crazy surreal day for me. That was, again, just insane. Um, You know, for the past three so years, I had been kind of discerning this call, figuring things out, you know, going on come and sees, interviewing priests, uh, going to the Paulist Plunge, and so to kind of finally get that was um, incredible. And then kind of moving in, you know, finished up that semester, uh, had graduation, uh, graduated with a bachelor's in accounting from Macomb School of Business, Hookham, uh, you know, number one school for accounting in the U.S., you know, no big deal. <laughs> um, but uh but yeah, and that was that was great. Um, got to have family, friends come out to it. Um, it, it was you know very different having a, a fall graduation and fall commencement as opposed to a summer one. You know, still it was it was a great time. And eventually, that would leave to me leaving Austin. So I, uh, for the last time for at least a while, I was leaving Austin. You know which had been pretty much my home for the past four years. You know, in the summers, yeah, you could argue I came back, but that was only for about two to three months at a time. And so, so yeah, you know, it was a great time. It's a great city. So I was kind of sad. Uh, and as well as, you know, came back for winter break, and that was the last time I would be able to really hang out with my friends for a while as well. Because on January 3rd, 2020 I would be officially moving to DC and I did 
And so January 3rd came around. My dad and I had four suitcases. We had booked a flight. Uh, just carrying so much in those suitcases uh, and moved to D.C. Uh, to Brookland, not Brooklyn, Brookland, D.C. in the middle of winter. And we got in, uh, welcomed by the Paulists, living at St. Joseph's Seminary. And yeah, got settled. Then we had about a three-day retreat uh, as Paulists, which is really good in West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Uh, sorry. Um, and then uh, school officially started. Classes officially started January 13th. So essentially had, you know, January 3rd move up. January 13th start class. So, uh, so I was on break for less than a month because classes ended December 9th. So December 9th to January 3rd was all I had. And then... <laughs> moved to D.C. So it was a crazy turnaround time, um, but still an, a really amazing one. And uh, since then, kind of living in D.C., living at the seminary, um, taking four philosophy classes, taking metaphysics, philosophy of knowledge, also known as epistemology, philosophy of human nature, also known as anthropology, and theories of ethics. Uh, and so far, it's been good. I've, I've really enjoyed learning about these different subject matters, really getting into something that's very different from accounting. Uh, I've always loved philosophy, always loved kind of transcending just our natural attitude of taking things as is and being able to reflect upon them. And yeah, D.C. has been good. It's not Texas, I'll say that. Um Really, nowhere is Texas except Texas. But yeah, I've liked it. It's a lot colder, but I love the diversity of the city. Uh, I love kind of the history of it. Um, and yeah, right now, though, not there. Right now, back in San Antonio. But otherwise, it's been good. Uh, and so kind of just that's, you know, what's been this year, you know. And I know I've kind of explained a lot. And so I guess to keep this from going on too long, just to kind of reflect on some things that I've learned throughout this time, which is that God is good. God is always working for our good. He is always intending what's best for us. Um, and so even when things seem as though you know, wow, why isn't it working out the way I wanted to? Why isn't it going the way I want to kind of, you know, take a step back to swallow our own pride, to try and exercise humility and trust and to have faith in him. You know, I never thought, you know, when, when I was turning 21, I, I had no idea what the upcoming year would look like and and now looking at it I'm like I, I could have never imagined all of this as well as you know I think another thing as I've, I've really learned is to just be gentle with myself to be merciful with myself and to be honest you know again I think kind of going back you know this this past year has been a hectic year. It's been a lot of change. Uh, it's been working through a lot. And obviously, can't go over everything 
I've experienced in this year, but there was a lot of tough times, you know, there was a lot of hardships, whether it was, you know, with academics and my academic track, my classes, whether it was, you know, in ministry, either as president of the LCC or as pastoral intern, you know, whether it was with my job at Whataburger um, or my roommates, you know, Trent Sahill, the guys at Borromeo, um, my family, you know, living, you know, when I came back during the summer, uh, as well as just the process, you know, the hardship of interviewing for this position, all the work that encompassed, you know, that uh, kind of, and, and even just, you know, things with friends, with acquaintances, working through things with them, you know, this year certainly had its fair share of, of tough times. And yeah, there was, there was times that I was frustrated. There were times that I was like, wow, Lord, you know, this, this didn't go the way I want, or why, why is this going this way? Or why do I feel like I'm having to make so much sacrifices, or I'm the one having to do this or having to do that? And I think a lot of times too, I was putting even more pressure on myself to perform or to act in a certain way, not realizing that that was me and not God or not anyone else. And so, you know, I think that just learning that God himself is mercy, he is love, he is forgiveness, that he's giving it to me as an undeserved gift and that there's nothing that I could do to earn his, his mercy, to earn his, his love, to earn any of the blessings that he's given me. And just also being merciful with myself and that, Aaron, you're not a perfect being. You're not perfect. You're going to fail. You're going to sin. You know, you're going to fall down. But it's not just because of your own merit that you get back up. It's because of the Lord living in you, who's carrying you through this time and is asking you to carry your cross, asking you to to get on the cross and die to yourself, to die to the world. And I think that's just, just something I've been very grateful for this past year is Lord teaching this to me and just teaching me to be merciful to myself, again, being gentle forgiving myself for my own shortcomings, my own failures. And know, like, you know, as Sarah Swafford says, you know, not perfect, but striving. And that in striving to be perfect, just as our Holy Father is perfect, to be merciful and forgiving when I when I fall short of that. And so, yeah, this year has been amazing. This year has been great. I'm so thankful to God, to my family, to my friends, to you know my professors, my spiritual directors, everyone who's yeah just made my 21st year amazing. So yeah, here's here's to 21 years of life and to many more. So thank you all for listening. We'll catch you next time. Peace. <laughs>